This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusichut.com. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Muscle, and this is another Two Line Music Hut's Entertainment Report podcast. And today, we have a really, 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 really special guest in the building. He's a movie star. He starred in Belly, Shatas, Intent to Q, Small World, and so much more. He's also a recording artist that's working on his new album that we're going to speak about right now. You know who we have in the building? We have Louis Rankin, a.k.a. Ox, a.k.a. Teddy Bruckshot in the building today. Night. What's going on, big boss? No respect, man. Just I do the work of the Lord, you know? Yeah. Give me a privilege. I'm just a continue the dynasty to the destiny, though. Keep it moving. Thank yeah. you so very much for coming through because we've watched the movies, we've heard the music, and I definitely want to sit down and ask you so many questions. So we're going to get to chop it up today. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Welcome to the six because I know you're the president of the Raptures. And the president of the six. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> they gave Drake. They gave Drake the key, but my key is different. My my yeah. key is the natural key. I hear you. That opens the door when the done that are talking. I don't need the metal. <laughs> <laughs> you just talk and it opens up. Uh, once I talk, it opens All up. All right. What is it that you loved about the Raptors in the first place until we've seen them come right down to victory? Well, I spent most of my life in New York City. Canada mm. is really my home. Okay. A lot of people don't know that because this is where my mom lived. Okay. Uh, my dad, but my dad passed away. All my brothers and sisters, my whole family here. is in Canada. Okay. But I migrated, not migrated, been in the United States because of my talent and work. Yeah. So I ended up spending most of my time in America, which is New York, back and forth, I call Hollywood, California. Yeah. Um, you know, I travels, you know, because... As a reggae artist, I was traveling hard, so I learned a lot from that. For sure. From going to different country, I learned. Mm-hmm. So I figure I look at it and says, they right. Yeah. America is the land of the free and the home of the brave. Yeah. So I choose <laughs> to be in the brave. I hear you. You know what I mean? So was it from you were over there you started to watch Raptors, or it's when you came back over to Toronto side you started to really embrace the well, Raptors? Well, uh, Raptors is my team. Yes. You understand? Basketball wise, New York Knicks okay. was my favorite team. Yeah. And the Lakers. I used yes. to love those two teams. Yep. But always watching Raptors and I saw for these years they keep playing and playing, but they doing good. Yeah. And never won anything yet. And when I sit down now, because I've been I, I've been home for a while, you know yeah. what I mean? And been traveling back in and out of Canada. Before even these playoffs starts, you know yeah. what I mean? A few years ago, I watched them, and I started watching Drake at the yes, game. Yes, yes. Uh, but I never actually hear Drake speak okay. of giving the boost and the hype and also the prediction. So let's predict them to win. Yeah. I choose that because I didn't see that. Drake is a good friend of mine, but okay. his level is different from my level. My level is... To me right now, I just want to build stars. Yeah. You know, is my mission right now. Mm-hmm. Build stars, not kill stars. You understand what I mean? I said, like a lot of artists, them make a hit record, and the next artist that didn't make a hit, they style that artist and all that. Yeah. I'm on a different level. Hear you. Because even if you look at all the the competition in the music, can't nobody stand up 
to me and Ninja Man on stage. I hear that. And um, me and Ninja Man was the two guns that stand on stage that you don't want to face back mm -hmm. in the 80s, 90s. Yeah. I was one of the most dominant dancer DJ then. So does Ninja Man. Mm -hmm. A lot of us, Supercat yeah. too, but when it comes to clash, we was the weapon, eh? Yeah. You know, if you clash us, we gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, then I just look at the raptures and I says, you know what? You know, my girl Drill talked to me. She said, um, you here and this is your country. Mm -hmm. You need to boost up the raptures. And yeah. we call, make some calls and stuff like that. And I did one prediction. Yeah. And they won. Okay. And I did two, they won. I did three, they won. Yeah. I did four, they won. Mm -hmm. But I never did five and they lose. Yeah. <laughs> you so, didn't do five? No. Okay. No. Yeah. They lose. Yeah. I did six. Yeah. But I tell them, go to the bay and I murder Stephen Curry and bring me back the title <laughs> to the six. And that's what they did. Yeah. You know, that motivation there. And because of all that, man, it becomes so big because I changes the name from Raptures to Raptures. Rapture, we and, see And, you know, crazy. people is out there with a the T-shirt now. And, mm -hmm. you know, everybody, TSN TV did a big interview and a TV series with me and one of the players you called and Danny, Danny Green. Green. Yeah. Yes, I remember that We're one. coming out with that. Mm -hmm. So all that. So I, I'm a motivator. And if I motivate something, I'm looking for it to be successful. Yeah. If I... When I said the Raptors was going to win the title, I felt that. I that know that because I see the talent there and yeah. I know. Yeah. So I put my foot down and I put my arm the real Rapture foot, yeah. all that bogus <laughs> stuff they're talking about. I put my foot down and said, yeah. Raptors, for the first time, I'm going to win this title. Yeah. yeah. And it I did big, that. Yeah. Big, big. And I mean, I went viral on the internet with that. You don't I have mean, to tell me. Viral. When it came to Instagram, yeah. we reposted we, everywhere you looked. It was almost like you were a part of the playoffs. Yeah. If you didn't say anything, yeah, I know. nothing was going on. I know. You I, had to say something. Yeah. You were an integral part yeah. of the entire playoffs. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. That was big, I even big, watched big. when they won and came back. People had my pictures up downtown yeah. protesting <laughs> it. You want to ramp with the raptures. <laughs> it was... Uh, yeah. I was just all laughing because they yeah. wanted me there and I said no I okay or oh, you didn't get people. it you didn't get to go down to the party. I had my babies with yeah. me I hear I was at the hotel me and my family yeah and they you know came to the hotel trying to get me to go there I could have went there with a chopper like, yeah. but I said you know what yeah I did you enough. did your part. I did enough. I did enough. I just take my babies and go home. I went like crazy, crazy, big, big historic win right there. Yeah. So what I want to get into now is your musical career. All right? Uh, yeah. When you first started out, when did you figure that, you know what, I want to do music? Where was that in your life? Were you a kid? Were you an adult? Where was it? Walk us through I was like writing. nine years old when I started music. Okay. I, I started out in school. Yeah. Like performing at Christmas time. Okay. In school. Yeah. But I used to just use my voice like. You know. You're a beatboxer. Yeah. Like that. Never used to talk anything. And you know. People used to gather around and, you know, clapping their hands. And then I end up start DJing, you know. Okay. Ram me, come me, ram me, come me, ram it. I tell that ram me, come me, ram me, come me, ram it. Yeah. I, you know, little bit don't know what I'm saying, you know. And, <laughs> but it was in me. Mm -hmm. And I grew up, when I get to the age of 14, yeah. I remember that 
uh, one of the biggest sound in J- Jamaica, um, Jack Ruby. Yes, yes. Um, From Ochi? Yes. Yeah. I went to a little party that they played. They, they, um, Jack Ruby was playing up in St. Thomas. I was a little kid. I got you. And they, I was shot. Yeah. And these, this DJ, his name is King Stitch. Yes, no King Stitch. And, and King Stitch grabbed me and they got four red stripe box because I was so little bit and they packed yeah. the red stripe box and put me on top of it and said, okay. give him the mic. Yeah. And I take out that mic, you know, and that's when I did the first lyrics. Um, I did that same lyrics. And Jack Ruby song. Yeah, and Jack Ruby song. Yeah. The day before the dance, I'm off the four foot ram. Yeah. Them cut off the head about <laughs> five past one. They bring it in the kitchen and them boil it with the yam. Yeah. Then they clap for that jam and they dance all ram it off the ram. All I hear was gunshots and, okay. and I, I'm at the cricket and yeah. you know, got the place shock and the police them start shooting, saluting yeah. me and okay. you know, all that. And then I came, took me off and bring me home because I was a kid, yeah. you know. So you didn't even have an artist name at that time there. Never even, just Louis. Yeah. As you know, God, okay. Louis was my my pet name. My mom, the area name. all my sisters yeah. and brothers, we got pet names, you mm-hmm. know. Like my brother Stedman um, Ford, which is one of my nephews that I'm working with right okay. now, and they are on my album. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Gloomy Grade. Yeah. It, you know, those, you know, everybody like, you know, they just looking at me like they yeah. think this, what is he doing? And yeah. uh, until this day, I become one of Jamaica's biggest superstar ever, you know, yeah. so I give God praises, you know what I mean? And, and when did you actually start to record music? Um, my first recording is a very important question you ask me. Yeah. I did it for one of Jamaica's most powerful mafia gang okay uh, uh, i did it for the leader for that gang his name is vivian blake the leader yes. of the shower passes yes. okay uh, and that's who i did my first recording for his okay. um his label his record label was called clay pot record yeah and that's why i did my first two songs one was called up and down yeah. and the same one when i was young dance after all okay and do you remember and what year it was 1983. 83? Yeah, that's when I did my first Yeah. Wow. And this was in the States or in Jamaica at this time? In the States. In the States. In New York. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so when you actually... And I was living in Canada. You were living in Canada? Oh, yeah, I always live in Canada, but I keep coming back and forth, back and forth, you know, until I met my wife, Cheryl. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I mean, we get... I just start getting bonded, then I met another woman that ended up having two kids for me, yeah. which mother, baby mama. Okay. You know, I end up married to Cheryl, you understand? Came back home, now I end up with three kids, yeah. with twins, and a little daughter right now. The life of Mr. Louis, right? <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> so then, how did you get from your first recordings to typewriter? What was that journey like? Typewriter, to be honest with you, typewriter is... A true story. Okay. Um, I grew up in a place in Kingston, Jamaica called Rockford. Yes. And um, typewriter, there was a politics war went down in Jamaica. I think it was 80 or 81 on the biggest yeah. politics rival with mm-hmm. the government and ghetto people. Yes, yes. And 
there was a gun comes out of the hill up in Warika Hill when the when the soldier them coming with the helicopter hmm. and that gun went up in the air. Yeah. And all we can hear from the bottom of the hill is like a typewriter. Okay. So the government it came out on the news and the government was questioning what kind of gun was that because the gun shot down like two helicopters, eh? Hmm. And um the government wanted to know what type of gun was it, so there's a a big Dan by the name of Flash, they call him George Flash. Yes, yes. And George Flash sent a message to the Prime Minister and said, this gun is called the typewriter. <laughs> what? <laughs> so yeah. I sit down now and I say, I got to come up with a hit. And you know that? Yeah. That's the song came to my head. Typewriter. I signed a record deal to a Mesawana Brother Records. Okay. And that was 1991, 90, yeah. the end of 91. I signed, but I record the song for a guy called Shelly, yeah. which for, that owns a record um, shop in Brooklyn. Okay. It's called Superpower Records. Yes. Yeah. Off and, a, I think off of Flatbush, I yeah, think it is. Yeah, yes. No, it's right by Utica. And, yes, uh, yes, Utica yes. And church. Yes. It's on Church Avenue. Yes. And... I sit down and I says, oh, typewriter. Mm -hmm. And I start thinking, I said, it's a gun. Mm -hmm. And boom, boom, boom. And then Ninja Man, I think Ninja Man came up with a tune that time called, all them talk about Dan, say, enough for them, Dan, yes. you know Dan, talking about article, Dan, what kind of Dan? Yes. And I say, oh, yeah. I just went in the <laughs> studio. And then I think I sit down and I write, I write. Yeah. And then I come up with the song now and I say, Yeah, I got it. Yeah. You know? And I went to Shelly and said, Shelly, mm -hmm. I have a hit. And Shelly said, um, let's go to the studio. Okay. And we went to um a studio in um Philip Smart. Okay. Own a studio in okay. Long Island. And I went there and mm -hmm. Shelly came with the beat, the creator of the beat. And when okay. I hear the beat, it was an original beat. Yes. And I said, this beat, much what I want to do. Because it's almost like a hip-hop type of... So, so I look feel. at him now and I say, you know what? Mm -hmm. Put me in the boot right yeah. now. <laughs> he don't know what I'm going in there to do. That's yeah. the biggest song Shelly ever produced. And he produced every artist is there, man. Okay. And I come in and I say... Original gun come yeah, to bum it up. Louis Rankin, Daya, my friend. Uh, dan Dada, now he's a super cat. Man, are you a Dan Dada? Me fling to stubborn at the boy with the bummer. Me lick out Ninja Man front teeth with the armor. Oh, Shelly said this is it. And the song went viral. Yeah. The song went number one so quick. Okay. Yeah, and this has uh, been recorded out of New York because at that time, there a lot of the dance hall reggae music was coming out of Jamaica. Yes. Yeah, so to get a hit out of New York. I am the first. So I'm the first. Yeah. Jamaican recording dance artist to get a major hit that's never made in Jamaica. Okay. That ran over a yeah. lot of songs yeah. that made in Jamaica at yeah. that time. Right? It was hard, but I guess God bless me, marked sure. me. He marked me for yeah. that. Yeah. And that was, okay, so then that was a single, so then you made it a part of your album after the fact? No, when when, when I get the contract deal with Mesa Record, mm -hmm. Mesa wanted that song. So okay. what I did, I redid it again by a major production company called Track Masters. Yes, And yes. I recorded it on the Stagalak rhythm. They redo the Stagalak rhythm mm -hmm. into hip-hop. Yes. Yeah. And, so uh, the one that we hear now, the big one we hear now, that's the one that was re-recorded or that's the original one? The one that you hear. 
fire. Yeah. Oh, you know, that's a really new one. That's the Warner Brothers one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So then there's a that's one. That's the Grammy one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah. because even yeah. that, we know that you won a Grammy in 1992 yeah. for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And what was the album that you actually won the Grammy for? The album is called Showdown. Showdown. Yeah. All right. And what other songs were on that album? A lot, man. Yeah. I have so much song. I had Prouder with Jamaica, Prouder with uh, Muscle, uh, TLC on it, T-Buzz, them six. Okay. Down. I had a lot of people on it. Yeah. I had the OJs on it. What? It was a major album. Yeah. Man. Okay. And do you remember who else you were going up against that year for the Grammys? Shabba Rankin, I think. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think Shabbat won the Grammy before that. Okay. I won the Grammy after that, yeah. I think. I think Shabbat won a Grammy for when he signed to Epic Records. Yes. We all signed that same year, and mm-hmm. Shabbat did get the Grammy, I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that was big right there, because I know you brought up even Ninja Man a couple of times. I looked up a YouTube, and I remember back in the days, there was actually a clash with you and Ninja Man. Oh, I murdered him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I am one of the only dance artists to ever stand up front of Ninja Man on stage and get louder forward than him because he never expected it. Yeah. Because at the time it happened in New York. Maybe in Jamaica I would have lose because okay. Ninja is a king them time in Jamaica. Yeah. But I was a king yes. in America. Yes. So he come to my kingdom. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Welcome to my court. Welcome to my court. You're yeah. in my house yeah. now. Okay. You ain't going Dan Gaga, nothing fronty, <laughs> goatee that will lick it out with armor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and where where was that clash? Was it in New Biltmore? Jersey? Roy okay. Wilkinson Center, New Jersey. Man. Okay. Yeah. 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 And you remember the lead up to that clash? Why did you guys even decide to put you versus Ninja Man on that clash there? It was so funny. And the two of us went to the show in the same limousine. What? And they're drinking. And we laughing. But we're getting $15,000 yeah. each. We don't care. Yeah. And I'm telling him, Ninja, I'm going to murder you tonight. Yeah. And he must say, you're going to murder me. I'm going to murder you tonight. <laughs> Louis, me and you on a friend tonight. As yeah. a matter of fact, me I sit up at the front of the limousine. You sit down down here. So, yeah. and me and you on a friend tonight. I'm going, man, I went up there and Ninja draw. The first song Ninja draw on me was Out of Order, Out of yes, Order. Yes, yes. So we rang say Out of Order. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm going to take your typewriter and sell it to Jamaica and give it to my sister until I said, Type Louis Alita and say, Out of Order. Out of Order. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wow. Oh, man, those was the days, though. For sure. Man. That's when dance I was real dance mm-hmm. you know, but it's like, to me now, it's not even there like that. What it was. The culture is gone to mm-hmm. a different total thing, you know? I think most of the artists, them know in Jamaica, is copying too much foreign style. Yeah. And, and that is a problem. The original. Culture. Yeah, they're not keeping the original culture. They follow the, you know, they follow the foreign style. Yeah. So. That's it. And but it's you, okay if they yeah. if they live in good and driving nice cars and making them live good. Yeah. I agree with it. Yeah. I'm not I can't sure. say against that. One hundred percent. And I remember another one where I seen you live. It was a dance. I think Addies and Stone Love with Supercat, Louis Rankin, Trevor Sparks, Junior Demas. Oh, King Addies. Yes. yes. That was built more ball. Yes. I destroyed yes. that place. Uh-huh. That's that's when I was trying to I was promoting protesting against um Buta with yes. Mandela. Yes. Yeah. And I, I came there and I draw that lyrics. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that yeah. built my ballroom caught on fire, man. Classic. I destroyed it. Yeah. yeah. 
I guess Addis was your sound back then too. You do a lot yeah, of work well, with Yeah, well, is originally my sound. That's okay. the sound that I DJ the most in um, America. It was Downbeat. With Tony Screw. Yes, with Tony Screw. Then I always used to DJ African Love. And then me and Shinehead. Shinehead, yeah. And then we, you know, Addis, when, when Ethan create, create Addis and Bill Addis, mm-hmm. Ethan had a lot of money, so yeah. he just used to just give us just chunk we of money. So okay. every star right. just go to Addis because that's where the money was. <laughs> that's where it's at. Because Ethan would call me and say, Louis, I want you in build more ballroom next month. I'm say, well, Ethan, I want 10 grand, you know. Yeah. He said, come pick it up now. Because back in the day, I just yeah. drive and just pick up my car full of money, man. So Crazy, you know, I was just working with the money then. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> was, yeah, man. It was nice. Yeah, was really those nice. days were crazy. Yeah, so man. then when did the acting bug bite you? When did you decide, you know what, I could get into acting or somebody approached you about it? How did that start? That's a good question. When one of my biggest songs is, it in me, the vibes in me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that song. I'm going to Dear Hollywood, me a movie with yes, Diana Ross yes. and Eddie Murphy. I think that was a trauma that came yeah. to Aunt because I never looked for a movie role. I was okay. home. No, I was doing a concert one night in Queens and mm-hmm. I saw a whole bunch of people came in there mm-hmm. and they looked business wise. I was on stage and they stay at that stage with some security and wait till I get up. Yeah. I thought it was the feds come to lock me up. <laughs> okay. I, I say, I'm going to jail. What did I do, man? You know? But I, I'm, I'm here working now and then. I say after I finish the show, I put the mic down and walking out the stage. And then I saw Ike Williams there saying, Louis. I want to talk to you, come here. And okay. I remember I because he was the biggest video. He shows yes, all the top yes, videos. And yes. I said, oh. So I went to him and says, look, mm-hmm. I write a movie, and I want you to play the black Scarface in this movie. Okay. And I look at him, and I say, what kind of movie are you talking about? Because I'm like shocked. Yeah. He says, Hollywood movie, yeah. theater and TV, all that. Yeah. And could you come to this address on Monday? The show was Saturday night. Mm-hmm. He gave me the address and told me to come to the office. They were doing casting, casting all kind of people. Mm-hmm. I never even cast. They already have a contract set there. Ready for, for you. Yeah. And all right. I called my lawyer. My lawyer talked to the lawyer that was there, and they faxed the contract. But when the lawyer called me back and said, sign it. Yeah. And I signed it. Just yeah. like that. And uh, what uh, we're talking about here is Belly. Belly. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest movie ever. Wow. Yeah. Do you remember what year you guys actually started um, working on Belly? 1998. 98? Yeah. Okay, so we're looking at now is 2009, so 21 years yeah. ago. And yeah. when did it actually come out? 98. Okay, so within the same year you guys you guys filmed it, yeah. it actually came yeah, out the came, same year. It was no, um, Belly was produced by one of the biggest and richest company in Hollywood. It's yeah. called Artisan Entertainment. Yes, yes. So they was playing around when mm-hmm. he was there. Just mm-hmm. get it done. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. and not only that, they never expect that work from me. They was so mad. They wanted me more in this movie when they saw the work I put yeah. in that movie. Wow. Because I really act a fool in that yeah. movie. You know? so, uh, <laughs> what What's your favorite scene from Belly? My favorite scene from yeah. Belly? Yeah. When I told um, DMX, says some jump them Jamaican girl, they have some fat pussy girl, they make your dick stand up hard like, like a rock wire. <laughs> 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 Listen, that was your favorite scene right there. Uh, yeah, yeah. But my favorite scene, 
that was one of them. The yeah. next one was the shooting scene. Because yes, I'm yes. firing a real AK-47, and I could fire a gun a long time. You know? Yeah. My father grew up, I grew up around pure guns. Okay. Because my father was a licensed gunman in Jamaica. Okay. A big politician and all that. So it was like, it was a fun for me. And then that take five days because the house that I'm in, it's got like about 11 bedrooms. Yes, A yes. Superman shining on. Mm -hmm. What happened, um... The people coming through every different angles of the house. Mm -hmm. So I have to kill so many people here, so many people over yeah. here, so many people behind me, so many people. Yes. So it took a while and it was fun. Everybody was on set, man. Mm -hmm. Foxy Brown, even. Okay. You know, all these rappers was on yeah. set. It was pure starring, baby. Yeah. All the rappers was there. And, that's and so crazy. The feds, the federal government, stand up there and they watch me fire the AK forty seven. They question me after the yeah. set because I see real guns, but they what they do, they take out a real part of the bullet. Yeah. Pluck pluck that out and put a plastic cap. Okay. And replace it back in there. So it do fire still that bullet. But yeah. what happened, the Teflon and the explosion just melt the plastic. Yes. So it's nothing to hit you. You know, so it, so it makes a sound. It's the same action. It's, the same it's a real, thing. the real yeah. gun, it's the same, but it just the same can't body. kill you. Yeah. It, but it, that, that copper part that bore your body, yeah. they take that out and replace it with a plastic. Yeah. So when that gun explodes, it just busts that plastic yeah. open. Yeah. That's so crazy, yeah. Bell. And what was it like to actually work with DMX and Nas at that time there? Well, actually, I know I know both of them before yeah. even the movie because Nas is from um, from Queensbridge. Okay, and I used to be in um, South Jamaica, Queens, and yes. back and forth. So I know Nas. But when when we started doing that movie, mm -hmm. we become more closer. We become like a family thing. Yeah. It was fun doing Belly because everybody was. Yeah. Like together, Method Man was a clown. You know he's funny yes, as hell. Method Man's in there too. Yes, yeah, yeah, T Bars. Yeah, everybody yeah. laughing. Yeah, man. and Terry Licks was in that. Movie. Yes. Yeah. You know our, our first big movie I think was what the Bronx Tale or something. Like I that. think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that was. I remember we watched Belly so many times. It was crazy. Even your part was sampled the most when it came to sound systems, um, mixtape. Yeah. Everything yeah, you all, were sampled yeah, the most. Yeah, it's a cult classic. Yeah, yeah. belly. Yeah, you know what I mean yeah. because I think when the I think the movie was about they said about three million dollars to produce mm -hmm. and the movie itself made about nine million dollars. So it wasn't really a money maker per se, but it's a cult classic. Belly made over a hundred and something million. Over a hundred something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, belly. From the time, because the box office, after they predicted the belly was going to make, I think belly, the first week, Nike came out, made nine million, I think, eight or nine million. Yeah. And for the month in the box office, belly pushed about 60 million. Yeah. yeah belly oh, make wow. a lot of money. Of course. And, and belly's still selling right yeah. now. You go to Walmart. Digital stream. Yeah, is, is the most selling, like old vintage mm -hmm. DVD seller right now. Crazy, no more, crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy. You guys filmed in the States and Jamaica? Yes, yes. Okay, what part of the States were you filming? All over. Yeah. Uh, New York, Oklahoma, Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, oh, so the Nebraska scene was really in Nebraska? Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. And most of it in New York was Queens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's crazy. So then now, from Belly, what was your next role after Belly? Shatters. 
that was right at what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How did that come about now? They came and find me again. Yeah. I was in New York City and um, went to Superpower Record again on Church Avenue stop and they said, you're some people from Miami looking for you. They're yeah. driving around in limousine trying to find you, you know? Yeah. But uh, then my manager, which was Kim Smith, a female, mm -hmm. contacted them. Somehow they found her. Okay. And so when I talked to Sis and boom, boom, they told me what's going on. And I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they saw and they, I, they told me Paul Campbell was going to be in Spraga, mm -hmm. Kimani Mani, and and I told my manager, I says, call my lie and tell them this is what I want for it. Yeah. And they agreed, and I, and then I end up to be the impact of Shatters again. Yes, Because yes. if you go anywhere and you talk about Shatters, they say Teddy Brookshot. 100%. That's, that's the only name 100%. you're going you know, so, yeah. yeah. And since I asked you about Belly, what was your favorite part in Shatters? My favorite part in Shatters when I tell them to go protect them, so I'm a man. Because they're so bad and they have guns all in their hand, but they can't touch me. So yeah. that was my favorite part. I pull over. That The favorite part of that was, that was the whole scene that I really love because they thought my girl was going to be driving the Hummer. Yes, But I switched yes, that Hummer yes. and put her in my Ferrari. Mm -hmm. So they think it was my girl driving the Hummer. Mm -hmm. So I pull over one half and I'm <laughs> They almost shit up themselves, eh? Crazy, crazy <laughs> cult classic movie. Yeah, man, eh? You know what I mean? Because the funny thing with it, I remember that movie almost had like two lives in it. Had the bootleg version, everybody... Everybody watch a bootleg, and then when I think Sony Pictures got involved with that, yeah, then they gone. put out the official one, and yeah. it was gone all over gone. again. Yeah, yeah that was another one. And Shatters is, is still the artist talk right now. Yeah, if you go to Jamaica right now, I can't even walk in Jamaica. See the see general, yeah. Daddy. <laughs> yeah, they live off that. Yeah. yeah. So between Shatters and Belly, who's your favorite character between Ox and Teddy Brookshot? Ox. Ox. Okay. Yeah. Because I guess you have, that was your first role? Yeah. That one has a special place in your heart. And it's not only that. I, I Since I did Belly, mm -hmm. I take over the hip-hop market. Yes. The fan base. Uh, my fan base, every rapper have my voice on their stuff. Yeah. Every hip-hop lover's. Is Ox. They yeah. don't even call me Louis or Teddy Brooks. Yeah. It's Ox. You go to America, they see me. Yo, there goes Ox, yo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's so amazing. So then after, so we had the Shatas, we had Belly. So then what other projects did you work on movie-wise after those two there? The Roman Lion. Yes. Rasta. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I play a, a dreadlocks mm -hmm. in that movie. A cable man. Yeah. yeah. And how did you how did you like that one? Because that was more of a psychological thriller. That was from like a book, like a Bible. It was like that movie. If you really sit down and watch that movie, it's real stuff. You know that used to go back on way back in the centuries. When, okay. You know, if you're gay or you're in love with animal and stuff like mm -hmm. that, there's people called the Mosaic Law, and the Mosaic Law will get rid of you because yeah. of those things. Yeah. You understand? But in that movie, they made it looked like it was me doing the killing. 
Yes, I remember and, and, but that. But it was me, was the owner of the cable company. Yeah. I ended up had to kill him at the end of the movie yeah, because I, I found out it was him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Almost getting you into problems. Yeah. And I ended up killing one of my partners, the one uh, the dread that was driving with me. Yes, in the van. That yeah, kind of, yes. I thought it was him. Yeah. You know, because I lost my wife eh, mm-hmm. and my dog. So yes. I'm trying to find out. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. Yes. So I thought it was him. So I ended up killing him and realized it wasn't him. Wow, until yeah. you found out it was actually the owner. For the company, yes, yes that's so yes. crazy there. And I know right now on Netflix you have a big, big movie yeah. called Intent Two, featuring you and Popcorn. Yeah, I played a Jamaican police. You know that movie? Okay, this movie that's going is on Netflix right now, mm-hmm. doing real good. That that movie won five awards already. Wow! Yeah, uh, in England, in the European country, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, the movie that movie is really good. It's funny too, you know, because I'm after. Popcorn, his character name in that movie is called Sawasap. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my name is Officer Kingsley. Yeah. You know, and I'm hunting him. You know, mm-hmm. And we went in a major shootout, but he got away through some bush. Yeah. You know, I ended up killing his friend, them though. Yeah. But, and he, they, they killed two of my officers, got shot. Too. Yeah. You wow. Know. How did that movie even, how did that now come about? Well, there's that movie is a, a production company and some stars from England. Yeah. So they wanted me to play that role. So they get in contact with my people, get in contact. They get in contact with Popcorn. Popcorn wasn't going to do the movie because, to be honest with you, Popcorn didn't believe them that I was going to be in the movie. Okay. When Popcorn signed the contract, it's yeah. the two days before we start shooting, I flew to Jamaica and Popcorn actually see me come down. Right. And as soon yeah. as Popcorn see me, they signed <laughs> the contract. Ready. Say, yeah. Yeah. All right. And we had fun too. Me mm-hmm. and Popcorn had a lot of fun doing that movie, you know? Mm-hmm. And they showed me a lot of respect too. So I big up Popcorn. Yeah. It's amazing your life as an artist that you've lived because you get to actually connect with a lot of artists with different generations. Oh, yeah. yeah that was a DMX yeah. Nas till now popcorn. Yeah. And that's that's like 20 odd years apart. And now I'm working with DJ Khaled, um, all them people right now. Okay. Khaled is my good friend. You know? I've yes. known Khaled for like Khaled was in Chattas too. Yeah, yeah. Is that where I'm you- the one that got him actually in there. Because Sis was talking and Sis ended up pulling Khalid in that movie. You know, Khalid yeah. was real young them time. Yes. You know, yeah. He was the one that's standing out there with Wild Cliff and the little uh-huh. boy saying, what, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it, it's amazing to see what you could do. Let's get into some of your music that you're doing right now. I know you're working on a new album right now. Oh, it's yeah. amazing. I think the world... I've waited long enough because, yeah. to be honest with you, I was so dominant in dance or music. Mm-hmm. The movie business was doing is a good success for me, yeah. and that's what happened with a lot of us stars because you see, it's a lot of work both ways. You yeah. know, that's why you see when DMX was one of the best rapper yeah. until he stopped moving. You know, this is recording business cut down. Yeah. So that's how it go. But me now, music is the key to my life. I look at music as a joyful thing. Yeah. I look at music as God, mm-hmm. a blessing from God because even the Bible says make a joyful noise and I like joy. You know? For sure. So I like I like to see people say, forward, put up music. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, that's your excitement. 
excitement. Yeah, I get turned on like yeah. that. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't even need a girlfriend. Yeah. I see people jumping, man. I, I get, I get haunted yeah. like that. You know, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean. <laughs> it's just the vibe. So yeah. what I was going to ask you is between movies and music, which is which one do you really love? But clearly, it's the music. Music, because now... There is the biggest album going to drop. I think this album that I have is called Return of the Dandada. Okay. That album will be releasing anytime soon. I think it's pro- next month. Yeah. And I'm working with Prince Kennedy, who was the chief A&R Maybach Music Group. Okay. And he um, recrossing them. So they have a, a company where they set where they, they want to distribute. So they're going to be distributing this album. So okay. this album should go worldwide and yeah. big because... I have the fan base bigger now than even before, like 10 billion times more. For sure. So I figure when this album drops, that's instant platinum. Yeah. You know, because the album is good. I have a lot of young Canadian talent on Okay. Um, I have like Carter, who is a rapper, producer. He's sitting right there. He's one of the artists. He okay. also produces. Uh, my nephew is on the album. His okay. name is Gloomy Great. He's very good. I've seen some in- yeah. Instagram pictures yes, with him. Yes, and um, I have um, Sizzler doing okay. King Solomon. Yeah, and um, um, it's a lot. But most of the songs is is so different. It's for every market. I have the hip hop market there. Yeah. I have the soca market there. I have the Caribbean market yeah. there. So the album is called Return of the Dan that it should be coming out soon. And yeah. then a lot of the hip hop beats was mm-hmm. produced by the same um, big fella you see coming yeah. here. His name is Gypsy. Yeah. We call him Gypsy on the beat. He's yeah. nasty. With okay. It. Yeah. And you know, he is nasty too, making beats because a lot of these beats are original beats we yeah. are. We're not. On too many people, yeah. except one rhythm is King Jammy's rhythm. That rhythm okay. we create the Punani rhythm. You you can't yeah. leave. The, yeah, it's I, impossible I, yeah. to leave that one. Yeah, <laughs> I had to. I, I was telling Carter I had to yeah. drop that yeah. on there. Yeah, impossible to leave that. Yeah, out. yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. One thing I wanted to know too, because when we talk to Louis Rank, we talk about Dan Dada. Yeah. All right, but when you hear Supercat, you hear Dan Dada also. Who is the original Dandada and what exactly does that mean? That's an easy answer because I made the world know that when I did Belly said I am the original Jamaican Dandada. Yes. The world, millions and millions of people know that yeah. I am. Got you. Supercat is the Dandada. Yeah. You know, we all Dandada, but I'm the original. Got you. You understand? Got when you. I was when I was when I was patrolling the streets. It was before Supercat. Yeah. That mean I am the original. I hear you. <laughs> Plain and straight. Plain just and like straight, that. Just like that. You I know respect the Supercat. For sure. You are the Dandara because I even big him up in my record. Mm-hmm. He's a Supercat man. Are you a Dandara? Because he is a Dandara. Yeah. He's a militant youth and I respect him. He's a friend of mine. Yeah. You understand? I grew up barefooted out in that street. I'm older than Supercat. Yeah. So. I was before him, so I am the original. Got you. That makes sense. For So you have your album dropping. What else could we expect for you from 2019, 2020? What else could we be looking forward to? Um, a movie coming out. It's called, it's going to be a series. It's called Yank. Yank. Plus, okay. we also, there's another movie I'm about to start shooting right here in Canada. Uh, I, I forgot the title, but the paperwork is done. So it's going to be a lot more things. Yeah. I'm, I'm not stopping. Just never, like that. never. Yeah. 
It's, I'm the one Bob Marley talk about. Them yeah. I got tired for seeing me face. Yeah. They can't get you can't out of the race. Get me out of the race. Just like that. It's yeah. so amazing. Trust me, your vibe, what you're working on. Yeah. It's so crazy. Right now, before I get you out of here, the floor is yours. If there's anything you want to say, anything you want to big up, leave your social handle. The floor is yours right now. Well, right now, first thing I would like to just talk to my fans and the one them that's not my fans. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm talking about these little youths out there in the street, the things I see going on, because I grew up as a gangster. Mm-hmm. I'm from Rockford, cold gangster city. Mm-hmm. You know, Jamaica, Kingston, we rough. We know where consequences can get. And I see these little young youths, a lot of them, in especially in Toronto, because back yeah. in the days in America, it was Bloods and Crips. Yes. Now, Bloods and Crips are like this together now. Okay. They're most, most of it. Yeah. They're more that violent. Canada picked up something. What I see going on over here with these young kids, they watching too much things that happen in America and do not understand the consequences. Got you. Because you sell little drugs and you get little money and you go and get uh, that can afford you to get a gun. And you get a gun that make you think you're a bad man. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. You understand? You know you're not. Mm-hmm. The gun is the weapon. Is who stand behind the weapon. And if you have the weapon and you use firing guns, especially I heard people barbecue, 20 shots fired and the people they shoot, and I didn't even get shot as innocent people. You Doesn't ain't no sense. bad man. You ain't no killer. So you need to just put your pamper back on and go home to mama. Or you go <laughs> get you a nine to five because guess what's going to happen? You're either going to die or you're going to end up in jail like an idiot. Mm-hmm. And you might become somebody's girl in there too yeah. because you ain't no killer. You know, so you have to, these kids have to understand consequences behind the things that they're doing. Mm-hmm. You understand? And I think a lot of the problem is this molly thing they taking and all these drugs they get their brain fried. So they can't think right. So what I'm trying to tell them, and I love y'all, man. Y'all have to just calm it down because now even the police is learning what y'all doing. Everybody learning what y'all doing. So that game is a losing game for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's not a positive game right now. You understand? I have to leave that to generals like the mafia, them. Because a real gangster is very rich, intelligent, and educated. And business-wise, that's a gangster. A gangster is not a guy who push a gun in his waist and run around the street, and then you shoot somebody, you can't even make bail. You're an idiot. Yeah. So this is, you know, you know, think about the consequences, you know what I mean? And try to live together in love and all this blue and this red thing. It don't work. It's only a matter of color because I wear blue clothes. I wear red clothes. What are y'all going to kill me? Because I'm on blue mm-hmm. and I'm supposed to be in red. No, it ain't so. So, you know what I mean? First, God come first. All you have to do, if you think about God, don't think about the devil, then maybe you might think smart. Yeah. You know, God will take out some of that fry stuff that fry your brain, mm-hmm. you know, and make you become sane instead of insane. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, message, you know. Coming from somebody like you, <laughs> I think they're really going to hear it because, again, they've seen you act the big movies, the bellies, the shatters, intent two, and stuff like that. Yeah. And then they, a lot of them bought into it. So then now you're telling them, say, listen, that's not real. I this get millions real. for those things. It's a job. I get paid. 
and I get paid good. Why? Because I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. It's a work I do, and I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. You understand? But not only that I'm good at it, I grow in the streets, so I know it, so I come with it natural to show them this is what to do. Yeah. You know, the real way. Yeah. Just like that. When they want to find you on social media, they want to send you a link, they want to link with you, they want to do a feature, whatever, where can they find you? Louis Rankin. Just go to Instagram, Louis Rankin. Go to Facebook, WhatsApp, um, any one of them, you know, Louis Rankin. Just look for Louis Rankin. And they'll find Google you like me. that. They find me. They'll see one billion things. You always see a lot of stuff I'm doing. If you all get to that, that website and just say, Google Louis Rankin. Everything's all right. And I just pop up in your face, yeah. Big Boss. Of respect. It's been amazing. Thank you so very much for yes, coming man, through. Yes, of respect, man. The vibe. Yeah, man. Big yeah, up Paul Campbell. Big up Kimani Mali. And big up my good friend Spraga Benz, the Shatters crew. And big up Ipe Williams, thank you for busting me out in the world like that for doing belly. And big up all my people, Gypsy on the beat, Carter, Gloomy, big up everybody. And I have a very a Indian girl, she's on it. Her name now, what's her name again? Nez. She yeah. um, she's on the album too. She a very good singer, man. Yeah. She got a gorgeous she's, voice. Yeah. And she look good. So I should be doing a video soon. All right. And she probably going to be one of the first artists featured in that video. Yeah. You know? Big up, big but up. But enough love, though. Always. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. This was amazing. I sent the link to your manager. She <laughs> made it happen right away. You came up oh, and you yes. made it happen oh, one yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Thank you so oh, yeah. very much she for works. coming. She works. Yeah. Big up, Jerrell. She yes. works. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Muscle. And this has been another Two Line Music Huts Entertainment Report podcast, and we are out. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusichut.com.